survival podcast journal entry number 10 i wanted to continue my discussion about quarantine i'm a pushy guy i blame my east coast upbringing or perhaps my red-headed mother but the truth is that it probably came from some survival need as a kid i was terrified of everything even as an adult i'm afraid most of the time but it's masked under composure and assertiveness, so now I act as a sort of unofficial decision maker. When the time came to decide on how to address quarantine procedures, I was at a loss. Really, Araya guided most of the process. Step one, visual behavioral check. This is a duh check, a zombie is easy to spot. Step two, response check. Zombies don't speak. Occasionally they make noises that can make you doubt that fact, but they don't speak. So we ask questions. A person must be able to articulate responses in some kind, regardless of language or method. Step three, sniff test. Araya checks them out. The signs are clear. When a typically friendly, jovial, playful, yet quiet dog starts avoiding contact, won't approach someone, and growls or barks, it's time to pay attention. If they pass the first two and Araya gives the okay, then we move on to step four. Step four, lockdown person in question is in lockdown, somewhere visible, but secure. Food and water and regular social contact is provided both to be humane and to watch for shifts of behaviors. Read checks of step one and two. Lockdown is no shorter than five days. Step five, release and observe. If five days pass with no visible signs of change or unexpected reason for concern, they're released and left to function under heavy observation for at least one week. It seemed like a sensible plan. Everyone was on board. It also helped to stop some of the more trigger-happy members of the group from obliterating every human we ran across. Plus, there are rules. I like rules. They help me cope. Voices provided by Suzanne Ackerman, Chad Luckner, and Adam Botsford. Produced by Adam Botsford. Produced under Chaotix Illustration.